Welcome to our podcast, The Why in Your Twenties. My name is Viv. And I'm Nat. We are two counselors in our mid twenties navigating our adulthood away from our home country, exploring the why questions we encounter relating to relationships, identities, and uncertainties. So, whether you're listening to our podcast while going for your walk or doing your chores, anything, welcome on board and let the journey begin. Welcome back to another episode. The why in your twenties? Yay! Yay! <laughs> I heard that you have exciting news to share with us, Nat. Yes. <laughs> it's very different from last week because last week we I mentioned I failed my driving test and I immediately booked another one and I passed. Yeah. yeah! It's so like happy for you. The flip side of last week. <laughs> But it really matched with what we are talking today.、Mm, that is very true. I think we think of this topic because of my current experience of failing my driving test. Yeah, mainly you thought of this topic. Yeah, and obviously you know when I'm sad and I, I start rambling and ruminating, and then I think during the midnight of that day I failed my test.、Mm. I opened the Google Drive where we have all the potential topics that we will talk. Yeah, and I just keep typing. <laughs> <laughs> On like potential topics that we can talk, and I think it's the good side、mm, of、mm. it. Like even though I have bad experience, at least I have some inspirations.、Mm, that is very true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm glad you experienced that. I'm not sure. I'm just saying. I'm not glad you experienced that. I'm I'm very happy that you were able to pass your test. Yeah, thank you. Glad, very glad that you. <laughs> yeah, so it really connects to what we we're talking about today. And today's topic is why am I so harsh on myself? And sometimes I think we we as human beings or as ourselves we are very harsh on ourselves. Yeah, especially ourselves, not on other people, but ourselves. Do you think that way? I think so. I don't know if it's my personality, or I think that's like a bias. It's like a cognitive bias that we tend to focus more on the negative events more than the positive.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's how I think as well.、Mm-hmm. Even though I have experienced positive and negative things, I still feel the negative event is more significant. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I think it's like a combination of negative bias and also how you. Manage your thoughts and feelings. Yeah, that's true. As it's hard to think of the things that, like the positive sides.、Mm. Can you think of one at the moment? Like, what what is like one of your proudest moments in your life, or maybe recently? Depending on what comes to you first, I think that's what it makes it interesting because I can think a lot of failures, but it, I think it's a struggle for me to think of a proud moment.、Mm. And if you really need to ask me, and I think that's maybe years ago, but not any recent memories.、Mm. I think one of the most significant proud moment I can think of is when I was in high school and I was doing a it's like a singing contest with the class, and then、mm. we got the first place. I think because I've put. So much effort in it, and it's been a roller coaster journey planning and executing that performance. It's just when we got the first place, it's like, oh my gosh! It's it's not like I recognize all the effort that me and my friends put it in,、mm. but I'm also very proud that I can actually do it. Yeah, and I think when I was thinking of other proud moments, I can think of you know I got this job or I get into this role. 
but then it's not really that proud because I feel like that's what I need to do is part of my responsibility so I think that's part of being harsh on myself mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm saying I, I won't recognize that as a proud success moment but mm-hmm. more my responsibility if that makes sense yeah what did you do when you felt proud like did you want to share with someone or did you want to celebrate or like what kind of thing did you want to do when you felt very proud of yourself but achieving something that's well it's obviously something that matters to you I think I'm proud just not for myself but like the whole class it's just purely happiness at that moment Mm. and of course now I look back I don't dare to rewatch the video but it's just no I remember clearly how happy I even cry it's like very touching moment touching moment yes yeah similar when I for me personally when I grew up I my my grades weren't great Mm. it was very not it's not that it's not great it's very poor (laughs) (laughs) it's very poor and I barely pass Mm. so it's it's really not my Asian way of thinking that it's average it's actually very below average (laughs) (laughs) and it's okay I I think I just didn't have that ability to achieve what everyone else was was achieving yeah but when I actually the proudest moment I think for recently is that I was actually able to maintain my grade for my master's degree mm-hmm. and I didn't expect that I could do it yeah I expected like for example the first semester I got 6.5 yay and then I was like oh it's just lucky and I think that yeah. goes back to the like I'm being very harsh on myself yeah but I felt like everyone got it, so then mm. it doesn't matter anyways. Mm. Especially his master's degree, no one cares about the grades, yeah. But then I think I was very proud because I was able to maintain that. Mm. Maintain that grade throughout the two years. Yeah. And it was like a roller coaster kind of thing because I got a few bad grades mm. um, in my last semester and I tried really, really hard to pull it back up mm. in the last assignments. So yeah, I was pretty proud about that. And how do you feel of that proud? Is it happiness or? I think it's more about I I put in the effort and it reaped like my my seeds that were mm. that I put in it actually reaped it mm. made something out of it. I like that another analogy. I love it. It's actually pretty easy to draw too. You just have to draw like a little seed and yeah yeah. <laughs> well, that's the analogy for this episode. You're welcome. Did your parents congratulate you? Like when you did your um, singing contest, when you were done with your singing contest and got the first place? Well, I'm a quite rebellious kid. So it's teenager years. I barely talked to my parents. So I didn't even tell them in person that I got first place. Oh. And because... And I'm not here like blaming my parents or anything. And I'm sure they want the best out of me as every parents will do. They do want me to focus on academic oh. because it's closer to the public exam. And I do spend a lot of time preparing for that singing contest, mm-hmm. even during exam period. Mm-hmm. So I think internally, I would assume assumed my parents won't be happy for me because that's not what they want me to focus on which I get it and I wish I focused more on study at that time now thinking back but yes I don't think they 
congratulate me for it. Yeah. What about other stuff? Like, do they in general like reward you on certain things? I think I'm the same as a lot of Asian parents or like parents in general. I shouldn't categorize that. You need to earn your reward. Mm. Like, it's doing good is not enough. You need to be work hard, earn the achievement. Then there's a reward. Like when I was a kid, you know they have dictation? Yeah, yeah. I will get those tiny toys if I get five full marks in a row. Yeah. So you can't just simply get the toy. You know, you need to earn it. You need to at least do something, do some household chores or like help your parents. Or even at school, you know, you have like stickers book. Mm -hmm. So you need to get five stickers in a row to get a prize. Yeah, Yeah. So I think that's what we grew up learning is you need to earn the reward. But punishment is very easy. Mm. You did one thing wrong and you're out. Like, <laughs> punishment is on the way. Mm. <laughs> you agree with this? Or it's different from your parents or your school? I, I agree as very stereotypical Asian parents mm-hmm. and even other parents. Yeah. But for me, I think sometimes I feel that way. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's not like that. For example, previously I did not feel that way. I felt like just good enough is okay. Yeah. Like I don't have to... Let's focus on grades for now. I don't have to get the highest grade to earn my parents' love. But when I got the high mark in my master's, the reaction that they gave me felt like... It means the whole world. Yes. Mm. To them. Mm. And it just felt... I, I was happy still, but at the same time, you feel that, oh, it's only when I get that grade, mm. then they will be so happy. They will be so proud mm. of it. And they were just waiting for that moment, it felt like. Is there some moment that you wish they had the same feeling of proud, but you didn't get it? Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's my, my parents are not very stereotypical Asian parents, yeah. where they congratulate, like they reward me for other stuff as well. It's not only academics. Mm. Maybe because my, I wasn't very academically gifted. Yeah. Um, but for example, I had a lot of extracurriculars, yeah. like basketball, um, chess, just different things yeah. in general, um, like piano and all that. So so I don't think I had to do those those things to get a reward. Mm. E- like I felt like even if I don't do it, it's okay. Mm. It's just I need to give them a reason, like a good enough reason. Like you can't just say, oh, it's too hard and I give up. Like yeah. that's not a good enough reason, I would say. Yeah. But it's more like I've tried it. It doesn't work. Right. And then I I try, I give up. Right. Then Then perhaps that's a good enough reason. I think it's interesting because sometimes we learn through people's reaction as well. Mm-hmm. And I think for your master results that the reaction that they gave it to you might subconsciously wired some thoughts that you have that you feel like academic is linked to parents loved for for example mm. like not in your case but for some people Mm-mm. yeah i think definitely yeah and i don't think even when i got a bad mark or did something not horrible but mm. like a ki- kid would do like breaking breaking your toys or like breaking someone else's toys yeah i don't think they criticized me on that yeah. Did they criticize you? Well, yes, I definitely remember. And again, I'm not here. I think it's a very important mindset yeah. when we are talking about parenting. There's no perfect parenting. Mm. There's only good enough parenting. And as I said, parents try to do their best and give the best for yeah. us. 
And also there's negative bias we mentioned in the beginning mm. where we focus on the negative more than the positive. So it's actually quite normal if you have more negative memories than mm. positive. Yeah. But yes, I do re- remember. It's like a law. Mm. <laughs> I'm not blaming my parents. But we're mainly discussing <laughs> about the impacts of it. Yes. And they are both positive and negative i think for this episode because of the phrasing of the question we do focus on the negative side there are a lot of positive things that my parents have taught me and i'm sure they have taught you as well yeah it's just for this episode that we're focusing more on the negative side yeah yeah that's a good reminder okay going back to the question did they criticize me i think i remember one time i got the exam paper I think it's um liberal studies. It, it's, it's not called liberal studies, but like it's a subject around news and everyday life. Social studies? Social studies, yeah. Something like that. Mm. It's not science or like, I don't know how to explain. Anyway, <laughs> what subject doesn't matter? What's more important is yeah. the story. Yeah. So I got 95, I think. Oh, which is pretty good out, out of 100. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like quite happy. I'm pretty sure my mom will be happy mm. on my marks as well because my study is actually quite average as well. So I went home, I gave it to my mom and she's at first she's like happy. Mm. Like you can see she, she's not like angry face or like dress face. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I've taught you this before, the exact same question. How do you get it wrong? And I don't think she is trying to scold me or anything, just pointing it out. But I'm just really scared and sad on or why don't you focus on the 95% that I got it right yeah. instead of that 5% that I got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's one of the most remarkable memory that I had. So it's like even getting a 95%, she kind of displayed like some kind of disappointment in that one question that you could have gotten it right. Yeah, you, you could still... have got 100. You could yeah. do better. Yeah, and you didn't learn from your mistake. Yeah, I think that's... It's not... I, I would say that's a criticism. But yeah, I think in general, how I'm being brought up is there's more criticism than praise because mm. as I said, praise equals to your responsibility in doing good mm-hmm. that is not a good thing to praise it's what you need to do right 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 and when you did it wrong that's criticism mm-hmm. so i i would say that's more mm-hmm. criticism mm-hmm. than praise growing up even at mm-hmm. school yeah well, like when they criticize you when you do something like quote unquote bad in their eyes like what kind of punishment do you usually get I think like in our our generation, like hitting is still considered uh, an acceptable um, punishment. Yeah. It's not really acceptable now, but back then it was, right? Mm. I think hitting that's a must. But I think it changed growing up when I was in teenagers. They don't hit me and my sister anymore. But yeah, I think there's a change. When I was young, of course, it's like verbally scolding us mm. to getting older. You kind of see disappointment on their face. Mm. They don't even need to voice it out. You can already sense it. I think that's a change in that. Yeah. What about you? How will your parents criticize you? I think when I was younger, 
It's very hard to think of a, like, a moment they criticized me, but punishment, definitely. I can't think of a specific incident, but mm-hmm. what they usually do is that they also hit us, but less on me because I was the younger one, and they mm-hmm. realized, wait, they knew it didn't work on my sister. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe they don't want to hit us because they're parents, and it, it, it hurts them as well. Yeah. They don't actually have to hit us. I think the fear of getting hit is mm-hmm. worse than getting hit. For example, when my my dad brings the sky mosso. We call it huntil. Oh, huntil. Uh, I don't know the English. So It's like a stick. Let's just imagine it's similar to a clothes hanger. Yeah, okay. Like, for example, a clothes hanger yeah. or like something to hit with. My dad just has to take out that thing and then hit it against the wall. Mm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, the flashback. I'm so sad that we have to bond over this. Like that noise, it already creates enough fear that we stop whatever that we're doing. Yeah, I agree. It's like this doesn't have to hit the wall, just like the wind sound. The wind sound. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I think just that fear of mm. getting hit, it actually, I think that was the punishment itself yeah. already. And they don't. They didn't have to hit us. I think when mm. I got hit once or twice in my mm. life, eventually they didn't have to do that. It's just more about creating that fear. I don't think they that was the motivation. Mm-hmm. The motivation is to put us in the right path. I think at that time, that's how they knew how to do it. And, mm. and that's what their parents do as well. I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming their parents did that as well. Because mm. it's even more acceptable in their generation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were, if they criticized me by words, I wouldn't say that much. Mm. Or maybe it's just so, like, if your parents criticize me, I would consider that as very a very big thing. Mm. That I think I would just try to forget it. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's just very hurtful if it's coming from your parents, mm. coming from someone you someone you love. Yeah. yeah. I think it's definitely what, what you said is true. And I do realize you know, when you, you're young, your parents criticize you and you're sad. And because that's what you learned when you're growing up. So mm-hmm. when you, I can just say on my behalf that when I reached teenage years, mm-hmm. it's already wired strongly in my mind mm-hmm. that when my parents do the opposite, mm-hmm. it's actually a punishment to me. What it really means for say, I didn't do well in the subjects. Yeah. And they say, well, you already try your best. That's okay. And I can, I see that as a disappointment. I see that as a criticism on myself. And it's so interesting to see how your upbringing can change how you believe now. So when I grew when I was like in teenage years, they no longer hit me. They no longer scold me. Well, sometimes still do if I did something wrong. But like, if I'm focusing more on the academic side, I think even they do praise me. I can internalize it as criticism. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can you think of a, a specific incident that they praised you and you internalize it as a criticism? Mm, I think maybe, I, I don't really remember the exact wordings, but maybe it's just for say, it's okay if you didn't pass the public exam. Mm. I don't know if it's like family genetics. <laughs> But we are not really good in Chinese. That's what I want to believe, okay? <laughs> sure, it's all genes. It's all in your genes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because if you fail the Chinese, then you cannot get into better uni in Hong Kong. 
So they say, oh, you can go overseas.、Mm. And it's just like a, a statement. There's no positive, there's no negative.、Mm. And I'm like, oh, am I that bad? You know, go on that spiral. Oh, I used to be good in academics. Now it's always go downhill. And partially because at that time my mental health is not that great.、Mm. Plus the things that I learned when I was young and that self criticism goes into me、mm. at that moment.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also like when they said it, it feels like I don't know if that's the intention. Intention, but it almost feels like they expected you to fail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no sidetrack.、Yeah. I didn't tell them I failed my driving test,、oh. and I got a message yesterday saying, "When did you reschedule your test?" And I'm like, "How do you know I failed my driving test? Do you just assume that I would fail for the first time?" So I asked that. I was like, "Why do you think I failed?" And then my dad said, "Well, you didn't let us know the result, so I just assumed you failed." But、That's、I think fear assumption, to be honest. Yes, that is not. It's not a negative assumption. I think it's just an assumption because if you don't share it, it must be a bad news. That's the thought that I have after I calm myself down. <laughs> at that moment, I'm like, do you look that I failed? Do I look like I'm someone that bad at driving or I didn't work hard enough? But yes, that's just the first thought that I go to. <laughs> that explains this topic that we are talking today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but also like failing your driver's test, it's it wasn't because you you weren't trying hard enough. It's more about the nerves. Well, we can talk about that later. And later. it's okay to fail on your first try, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. Does your sister have a driver's license? Yes. Did she pass on the first try? No. Oh yeah, she also failed. It's genetics. <laughs> <laughs> Did your parents know that? Yeah. Oh no, because of my sister, she's very open in sh- sharing her stuff. I、yes. assumed, whereas I'm not very good at texting, which I'm still、mm. actively trying to improve. But it's very hard.、Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> she did let my parents know. She let me know as well.、Mm. So, so maybe it's an expectation that if. You know, like comparison with my sister. If my sister failed, maybe I would fail as well. Did you compare yourself when you failed your test? Did you feel like, oh, it's okay because even my sister failed. Like it's okay for me to fail. I think that's one of my thought. That is, well, my mom failed. Oh, <laughs> she still haven't get her hers. Well, my sister failed the first time.、Mm. It's okay. It's okay to fail. For the first time for myself as well,、mm. it's one of the ways of talking myself out of that spiral. Yeah, but simply that thought doesn't help. Like that's、mm. more stuff that need to pull myself out. But、mm. yeah, I think sometimes I do compare with my siblings as well. Do you? Because I know you have a sister as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing the body. <laughs> I think,、uh, I think since young, I don't compare myself with my sister,、mm-hmm. especially with academics.、Mm-hmm. Like I never, I never compare it or even other aspects because I feel like she's always been my role model,、mm-hmm. and 
she's very academically gifted, I would say. And she likes studying. Yeah. Who, who likes studying, my sister? <laughs> <laughs> she likes studying. Yeah. And like she's on a such a different level that mm. it's so hard to compare myself with her. If I continuously compare myself with her, I would be like nothing. Because in comparison, she's so high up there already that I feel like there's no use in comparing. Like it's too far to reach. Yeah, exactly. Like... I always use this example. It's like if there's Albert Einstein is right next to you, would yeah. you compare yourself with him? No. Exactly. I would not. That's the same way that I would not compare Albert Einstein. I would not compare my sister because it's not on. It's not on the same level. It's why would you do that to yourself? Interesting. And then and I've told my sister this, and then my sister was like, "No, I'm not that." Small. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm putting her on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. But she is really that. I, I think she is really that great. But do your parents compare you too? They don't. Perhaps they do, but I think they the way they compare is that they focus more on okay, she's very academically gifted. She's book smart, but you're street smart. Yeah, like I'm better at puzzle, chess, mm. like all that lo- logical side yeah. stuff. I'm better at reading people's emotions reading the room and stuff like that mm. so they focus more you're good at that stuff yeah they don't say oh you're not good at academics mm. i think the way you phrase it or the way you compare it is very important and yeah. it makes a very big difference yeah i think your parents focus more on the positive side the strength Strength base strength base (gasps) (laughs) yeah your parents are strength based and pro yeah yeah there was one specific incident where i felt like my dad was very disappointed with me i don't remember what was what i did and honestly but he was like oh you're just like that kid and that kid it was someone that we know is like a little brat Uh, oh that must be hurtful and then i was like I'm so sad. I was so sad <laughs> at that moment. Yeah. But other than other than that one specific incident, mm. not not really comparing with like others other kids. Yeah. I know some 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 people experience this like comparing. Oh, that kid is great at academics. Why can't you be more like them? Kind of thing. Have you ever experienced that with your with your parents? Well, honestly, now I'm doubting my memory. And that is true, like our memories are not 100% accurate. Yeah, no. But I don't think my parents ever say, you're not as good as that kid. Mm. But they do talk about other kids and mm. you feel like it's a comparison. For say, oh, you know that that kid is doing blah, blah, blah. Maybe they doesn't mean to compare you with that kid. Yeah. But just what they said, mm. I can internalize it. Oh, are you saying I'm not good enough? Mm. that kid mm. yeah and of course i don't think that way when i was a kid i you know it's just what you think in your mind but now i reflect back maybe that's what i'm thinking at that moment yeah yeah, yeah i think parents sometimes do compare siblings with each other or with other kids mm. and the siblings is I, I think it's a very delicate situation to handle mm. because there might it brings out some sibling rivalry yeah. Which I think I see in like other families. Mm. And I feel it's just so important to have that relationship with my, my with my sister. At least for my case, it's very yeah. important. Any kind of failures that I experience, the first person I always go to is my sister. Mm. I always share with my sister first and talk it out with her. And then I'll go to my parents. Like if it's something more important, if it's just like something 
very minimal, then yeah. yeah, I won't go to my parents. But then if it's more important, I feel, then I will go to my parents. Okay, so one thing, it's I think it's not like really a failure, failure. Yeah. But at that moment, I just felt very stupid. Mm. It was when I first came to Brisbane early yeah. last last year. <laughs> it was very stupid. Okay, I I brought it was orientation week, so a few of us went to orientation. It was raining that day. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have a big backpack or anything to bring my stuff there. I don't know why I was just being stupid. Um. So yeah, it was very clumsy. I had to bring my umbrella, my phone, like everything, mm. like free stuff as well, getting mm. from the orientation. And I brought my earphones, mm. my earbuds. I can see where that I lost. <laughs> the thing is, I didn't lose the whole thing. I only lost the buds. Mm. So I think it, the case opened in the middle and then it just fell. Mm. So I still have the case somewhere. Why? I don't know. I feel like it must be useful at some point. Like what right. my current one? I don't know. Anyways, I just you, kept it. You kept the earphone but lost the case. No, I lost the... No, I mean like just in case. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just can't... in case. Yeah, just in case right. I lose my case in the future. So it was like the first week here and then I lost it. I just felt so stupid. It's like, what's... Mm. like you could have done that. You could have done that. You could have done better. Yeah. So I still, even though I said I would share with my sister immediately, I waited for like a week, two weeks, just to, (laughs) just to, I don't know, feel a bit better about the whole situation. Yeah. And then I shared it with her. And she was just so supportive. It was like, oh, it's actually time for you to get a new one. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And then she was like, oh, and it's it's going on sale uh, because new ones are coming out. So Mm. the Galaxy Buds are cheaper now and stuff like that. Yeah. Just being very supportive. Actually, to this moment, I still have not told my parents about it. (laughs) What's up, you? At that moment, I feel like they would scold me, saying, Mm. why can't you be more careful? Mm. Like What I did to myself is that you should have done better. Yeah. You should have checked everything before you moved to another place. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So you're in that spiral for like two weeks. Oh, no. I was in and out from that spiral. Like, I, I can completely avoid it. Right. And then like, go back to it. I think it's mainly like when I'm alone in my room, then mm. I will actively go to that spiral. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a really funny story. <laughs> it's sorry. Just very sad. It's just, it, I'm not there on the orientation, hey? Um, no, I don't think I'll go out if it's raining. No, I, no. I, I don't think I knew you very well. Oh, actually, no. You do. Not very well, but you do know me. <laughs> yeah, I went to your place before that. Actually. Yeah. I'm sad now. <laughs> yeah, I think you were just you were just not there. Yeah, I probably won't go if it's raining. Yeah, I don't we we didn't want to go either, but it's because we had um a briefing or like something like that for our placement. Uh, it was on Zoom, but we were like, okay, why don't we just go to uni and do it? And then perhaps get some free stuff as well. And get our student card as well. Um, oh, maybe I'm working. Yeah, I don't think we may ask you though. Yeah. <laughs> That's even sadder. <laughs> You're always busy. So I don't think we, we ask at all. Yeah. Well, not anymore. When placements start, I got a bit more time. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think we hung. Yeah, whatever. It's okay. That's not good. But do you aware that you are criticizing yourself at that time? Yeah, I know. I think it's not about the action itself. It's more about because oh, I'm very cheap. Mm. I'm just so like, do I. oh, how can you lose something? So, like you can lose anything else. 
It's so mm. much better. Lose your gold card, like lose everything else, but not your something more valuable. Mm. But do you enjoy that process of self criticism? <laughs> or... No. Yeah, no, no, then, enjoys it. Then it's like, what? What? I, I'm wondering why you allow yourself to keep going on, or you just don't know how to pull out. I didn't allow myself. It's like sometimes it's just hard to pull out. Mm. But to a certain point, I did pull myself out. How and... so? Just thinking it's okay just get a new one no i I was thinking okay i i cannot get a new one i'm just gonna live without earphones so it's you're okay. punishing yourself but it's okay like i can get like a cheap right. one like uh, it's okay okay like i can still live with it as long as i like honestly i didn't need it yeah because well you don't need to listen to music when you're out you don't need that but you can yes you can so mm. it's already not a punishment i'm still listening to music so mm. I have earphones, mm. but then now it doesn't matter. My phone doesn't have earphones. Like yeah, I told you right. The yeah, I brought earphones. I thought I was so smart. I brought my earphones out because my my buds were not working. Like they weren't charged. Yeah, and I brought it out. It's like oh, there's nothing to attach them. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny though. So what do you do with that earphone? You can't use it anymore. No, you can use on Mac. Oh yeah, 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 sure. So sometimes I do use it when I forget to charge my um rods, but mm. other than that, yeah. So you do actively try to get out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. like I'll talk to friends, I just put my mind not like out mm. out of there, not thinking about this incident itself. Yeah. It just takes sometimes it just takes time to yeah. get over it. Not yeah. get over it, but to process it. Ah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any failures that comes to mind? Well, that's or, a very recent one that yeah. I felt like driving test yeah. and that's how it leads to this topic today yeah. because i'm so ready in in queensland we need to call it 100 hours if you're under 25 and 100 hours is a lot and it takes a lot of time and lessons to accumulate to that but i think that's a need for it because once you reach 100 hours means that you are capable of driving mm. most of the time so my instructor and even myself feels like I'm already ready. I feel I'm confident. I can have like chat with the driver instructor while I'm driving. Mm. It's not like I'm scared and cautious. Well, I'm cautious, but like anxious all the time. Mm. So on the exam, the first time I failed. And as you said, you know, my par- my mom and my sister failed to the first time. So it's okay. But I think what makes it hard is I felt in the first minute of the test. But I was so scared that my brain just freezed and the examiner asked me to turn left at the light. I was on the right lane trying to turn left. So of course the examiner stopped me and said, well, he didn't say head back, but I know we are heading back. (laughs) And I was like really sad. And as what you said to me, my instructor told me as well saying, well, it's an unfortunate fail. You know, it's the brain freeze for sure. Yeah. It's okay, we can take it again. But it's just being angry at myself, mm. one that I failed. But the second half is why am I being so harsh on myself? Mm. I know what everyone is telling me. It's just a brain freeze, you know, you're scared. It's the first time, that's okay. Mm. I, I keep telling myself that as well. Yeah. And, you know, like comparison with family members for saying my my sister and my mom failed the first time as and it's well. not just your family members a lot of other people do fail on their first try as well yeah and i the instructor said why i think you're being very hard on yourself 
and I just like burst into tears of like wow and he probably think I'm sad because I failed the test but I think that's a combination of sad plus that's what I needed to hear mm-hmm. that I've always been so hard on myself mm-hmm. and I'm just angry because I failed plus I'm angry why I need to keep myself stay in this uncomfortable moment of blaming myself mm-hmm. I think that's leads to the burst into tears moment mm. yeah i think that's my recent fail yeah so it's more about the recognizing that oh you are actually very hard on yourself mm. you have a lot of expectations of yourself and you're asking your, yourself why are you like this yes and that's why you burst into tears more about that yes partially about filming the test as well but it's more about the reflection that you were doing yeah at that moment i think it's as we said a lot of time awareness sometimes having that awareness is good but I think at this time I'm having the awareness that make me add an extra layer on yes why I am doing this Mm -hmm. like why can't I have more self-compassion to myself and of course there's extra steps that I can do to fight over that Mm -hmm. but I think at that moment is I have the awareness Mm -hmm. But I also maybe don't have the mental capacity to do the next step. Can be fighting over my self-criticism for say, how can I make this mistake? In I can instead turn into, well, now I know that I failed this test because I beat myself up. Like I was too anxious. Maybe next time before the test, I can do something to calm myself down. Mm-hmm. Either talking to someone or just like doing deep breathing or just keep telling myself just drive as normal as what i normally do in a lesson but again i think self-compassion is very important all these things just happen in the first two hours of i failed the test Mm. so it's actually normal and so as your experience in that earphone that we might need some time to process it Mm. and that's part of awareness as well i don't know if you do but when I was like crying, I do tell myself it's okay that I feel this way because it's still very fresh to me. Yeah. Give yourself some time. If it still lasts for, you know, two, three days, then maybe seek help. <laughs> we should, I wouldn't. <laughs> but like do something else. But at this moment, just give yourself some time, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a very good summary of how we can ourselves back from the self-criticism that we tend to go to mm. but I think at the same time like when you were trying when you were saying oh like how I can do better next time how I can improve next time and I think there's a lot of belief at least I felt that way that there's it's always it's never good enough we have mm. to improve we have to keep improving whether if it's a good or bad thing that happened we have to continuously improving it Mm. and sometimes i was just reflecting on it yeah like just now it's okay for an experience just to be an experience mm. you don't always have to improve on it yeah yeah that's... which is again easy to set them down yeah. but it's a very good approach to, to it certain, as well yeah to certain things yeah yeah and i think it goes back to like why are we so harsh on ourselves because mm. we, we want to as i think as human beings we want to keep improving we we know we can, we feel like we can do better that's why we mm. want to improve keep improving and do better and i think self-criticism is not negative mm. like sometimes it can be positive that push you to learn and grow but i think it can goes into counterproductive mm. in going down to that spiral and or like down in that rabbit hole and 
go to a, like opposite pathway. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So it's like a nice summary of what we talked today. How to be not so hard on yourself is again very cliche self self compassion. But I think it's very important and having that awareness of noticing you're doing this, but also. Allowing yourself to do that,、mm. giving yourself that space, and observing how painful it is that you go down that spiral,、mm. but also letting yourself know to fight back or talk back to yourself that it's only a short period of time that you will get out of it. Yeah, yeah. Is there something else that you want to add? Yeah, I think again, awareness is something that we continuously talk about.、Mm. Just something to add on to that is. Also, what we keep talking about is the balance between the two: your high standards for、mm. yourself and low standards of yourself,、mm. and setting a realistic one、yeah. that you're able to achieve. It's not a constant thinking of "oh, I have to improve, I have to do better," but it's just setting a realistic one that it's not so overwhelming that you cannot achieve it. And sometimes people, I don't know, I'm just projecting my thoughts to general people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But sometimes I was scared of self compassion because I'm like I'm allowing myself to slack off、mm. that I'm not doing good enough that I'm not if I give myself self compassion then I'm lowering my standard.、Mm. But I think that's the opposite. I think there's research showing that this actually makes you more productive and better、mm. performance. But I think that's my sometimes my thought goes to self compassion is I'm scared of.、Mm. Giving myself permission for that self compassion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and again, the awareness can you can increase your awareness by actually having this conversation with another person or with yes. yourself. Yes. So, <laughs> if you resonate with us, you can share this podcast with your friends, or you can share it to your social media, or you can follow us on. Instagram, the Why in Your Twenties dot podcast. We will upload some information about every episode or some of our beautiful analogy that we might post on.、Yeah. Well, we've <laughs> do not approve. No, no, it's really pretty. Honestly, it's pretty. <laughs> But I, I do appreciate you giving me that space to be creative. That's today's appreciation to you. <laughs> But anyway, well, I hope you all have a great week ahead and. We'll see you guys next Wednesday at four a.m. EST. Thank you for sticking around, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.